Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to, I guess this is episode three in the series, Burt on Bluetooth. Uh, I'm on the road again, early on a Saturday morning, talking into the air, recording some thoughts that I hope will be an encouragement to you and the people that you lead. Um, so let's jump right in. Let's talk about the phrase, all in. Um, man, it, it's become another one of those that we can chuck in the bucket of cliche quite a bit, right? Um, I want to unpack it in terms of where I think it spends most of its time in terms of its meaning and then where I think we can allow it to spend considerably more time and it feel a whole lot more freeing. Here's what I mean by that. I think there's two directions we can head with all in. We can go all in on a guarantee or we can go all in on a maybe. I think we spend most of our life looking how and figuring out ways how to go all in on guarantees. We have conversations um, with all kinds of people. We do research. We crunch data. And we're looking for every guarantee we can find. In business, there's a phrase called shoring up the downside. Um, mitigating risk is another way it's put, right? Um, you're just trying to figure out all the ways it won't fail and build systems and structure and foundations and things and put them in place so that what shows up? Well, a guarantee, right? Uh, unfortunately in life, not many times do we get to say, yeah, I'm all in. And the reason we're all in is someone can prove that without a shadow of a doubt, 100% guarantee it's going to work. And I just can't point at many times in my life where I knew this was 100% guarantee. The one that I knew beyond a shadow of a doubt was when I proposed to my wife. I knew her saying yes to me would give me 100% guarantee that I would have the best support in my entire life and that I would be blessed beyond measure and we would do this thing from start to finish however many years the good Lord gives us. We're pushing 22 at the end of this month, 22 years married. That was probably... One I could point back, definitely one I could point back and say, that's an all in for a guarantee. Um, but life doesn't usually give us loads and loads of those. We live more in maybe land. You know, there's a phrase that I heard many, many years ago, came from a pastor, um, Pastor Stephen Furtick from Elevation Church, and it, it always stuck with me. And in my relationships in life, uh, people know this about me, that my faith is very important to me. Not just important, it's central to who I am. Not in some, like, holier-than-thou judgment, look-at-me sense. That's not me. Um, anybody that knows me really well knows I love my Jesus. And I have all these flaws that go along with it. And that's why I love me, my Jesus, because he helps me get through that stuff. Um, but he said something, Pastor Stephen Furtick, one time that really stuck. And here's what he said. God doesn't need your full understanding, just your full obedience. So I don't know where you're at in life, what your filter is in terms of how you look at things. But for me, my filter is, okay, what do I feel like I'm being led to do? What is my heart feeling prompted to do? Go back to my all-in guarantee of being married to my best friend. When my wife and I talk about things... We are lockstep um, when we make decisions. 
our premarital counseling, one of the best pieces of advice we ever got was making sure that we both felt at the same time pushed and called into the same direction and that one of us wasn't heading one way with our heart and the other one not feeling connected to it because it's not a matter of if but when it will fail. It still might fail, but we're going to make sure that we're connected at a head and heart level as a couple before we move in any direction, any decision for our family, for our children, for our present, for our future. Again, does that mean we're going to get it right all the time? No, but it means we're in the direction that we're supposed to go, that even if we don't get it right, that we understand that there is learning to leverage in that moment, that the good Lord saw fit that we needed to go through that. We needed to experience something that maybe to the world wasn't going to look like success or a win on a scoreboard, so to speak. But it's the game within the game. It's the win within the wins. It's the losses within the wins. It's all of that stuff that we learned. That all in was for a maybe in terms of a result, but it wasn't a maybe in terms of who we were doing life with. And that's something important. You can go all in on a guarantee in terms of who am I with? But you can't go all in on a guarantee for the end result before you ever take your first step or you'll never move. You'll stand in the same place your entire life and wonder why years down the road you haven't gotten further down the road. Progress inherently means risk is going to be a part of it. Failure is going to be a part of it. Slipping and falling is going to be a part of it. Now, mind you, there will be milestones of, uh, of progress, right, of success, of celebration, it's a both and thing. That's another Pastor Stephen Furtick thing. Sometimes it's not either or, it's both and, that we need both parts. I failed and I learned from it. I stumbled and I'm still okay and I'm going to get up and dust it off and learn and grow from it. Instead of, well, I don't know if I should do that. It's either this or that. And then again, we're paralyzed in the one place and we don't move. That all in for a maybe that, that's when things can get really, really fun. That's when you say, hey, you know what? This, this trip might give me a little bit of a competitive advantage in the future. I can't be honest and tell you right now what that competitive advantage looks, sounds, or feels like. But I know that if I push into this area, whatever that might be for you, I feel like I may learn something new. And if I learn something new, that's another tool in my toolbox. I'm not sure how to use that tool yet. I'm not sure the application of that tool yet. To be honest, I don't even know if I'm going to need that tool yet. But here's the other thing. Sometimes the things that we learn and the things that we pick up as new tools, they don't even need to be for us. What if, right? What if in the world that we live in, we push into an area to learn something all in for a maybe today that through the context of relationships that we have, healthy relationships over time, we may be able to bless someone else with that tool. It may never yield fruit in our life. It may never plant an orchard on our property that we eat from. But what if it helps put seed in the ground for someone else's? Think about that for a minute. Not everything that we do in life has to yield a result for us to consume. Sometimes in life, the best thing that we can do is figure out a way to get our attention off of ourselves in a way that makes sense for someone else that may be stuck. Now, you don't even need to look around and have an understanding of who is stuck, what they're stuck with, 
and how to unstuck them. Because sometimes we take our nose and we insert it in situations that we ought not to or don't need to. I'm talking about literally that blind faith that says, I'm feeling prompted or led to go in this direction today, to learn something new, to experience something new, to see something new, to hear, to smell, to taste, to take on the full measure of life. All for a maybe that in my future, the good Lord will see fit to tell me, hey, Brett, remember that time when you went here and you get that feeling? Yeah, I remember going there. It was for this. And sometimes it's days or weeks or months, years, maybe even decades later that you go through an experience that you stand in the present and go, oh, my goodness, that's what that was for. And I will tell you right now, as a husband, as a father, as a friend, as a family member, as a leader, as someone being led by others, when I've gotten it wrong, when I've really fallen down and skinned my knees in life, it's when I need to have it all figured out, all in for a guarantee on the front end. And I take it as some kind of chink in my armor, some kind of... um, you know, a weakness really, right? A weakness that someone might look at me and go, well, Brett isn't really prepared for that. Brett really doesn't know enough about that. Um, I don't know if I want to put Brett in that position for that moment in time. Um, And I'm afraid of how that's going to come across instead of just going, you know what, this is where I feel called to go. So the flip side are the moments I can look back on that my wife will probably tell you the same thing, that where we have taken what other people might think is a crazy risk or made a huge sacrifice. And sometimes people don't say anything, right? Sometimes they say lots, but you don't hear it because they're just talking behind your back. And sometimes they say it right to your face that they think you're nuts. And I know all through three of those things are true. And sometimes it's, you know, I can almost deal with it when you say it to my face. I can kind of laugh it off and be like, hey, listen, we're doing it anyway. Um, it's the ones right where you hear about it later, where someone was talking about you, questioning you and all that. Yes, that's hard to hear, but it shouldn't stop you from pressing into where you feel called to go. Because at the end of the day, it's your all in for a maybe. If they were meant to be all in, they'd be standing next to you, not three steps removed from you, whispering about you. They're not all in. They're curious. They're gossipy. They've got plenty of judgment to offer. They've got plenty of criticism to come with after the fact. But if you're not in a circle of people that are loving you, supporting you, listening to you, sitting with you, laughing with you, crying with you, then you need to keep moving. Put yourself around that group of people that will get excited to listen and talk with you about where you feel led to push for your all-ins for a maybe. If you're looking for a mentor, Don't find somebody that looks at you and says, let me tell you how I've been successful in life. And that's about the only conversation they want to have or around the things that they've been successful with. Because that person likely hasn't really gone all in for many maybes. Maybe, maybe they've been just remotely or or, or largely, I'm sorry, successful. But they would admit to you if they were really being honest that they might have even been able to experience more success, whatever that means in life. It's not something that's just financial or a title or anything like that. Whatever success is defined as in many different directions, maybe they would be honest enough to tell you they could have been more successful if they would have gone all in for some maybes. 
So just kind of look at life a bit more on a, a spectrum, a sliding scale, a process. It's fluid, however you want to say it. Not so static and arrival and destination oriented. Um, you probably have heard many people talk about, you know, it's more about the journey, not the destination. And man, is that true? And I've, I keep learning that more and more and more in life that you end up somewhere. And even while it may be something you're excited about, um, at the end of the day, even the newness of the excitement of the destination wears off. It's like Christmas morning, right? Um, the feeling when you walk out and you see the tree lit on an early morning and it's still a little dim around it and everything's glistening and the packages are so pretty, the bows, everything's wrapped perfectly, right? When it's all said and done and all the packages are opened, even at your excitement of one of those boxes holding something that you just wanted so badly, now it's actually in your hand and you can see it. Listen, it's only a matter of time before that thing doesn't have the same feeling as it did when you couldn't actually see it, but you were just enamored by the thought of it being in one of those boxes. See, here's the deal. The mystery of what could be is really sexy sometimes. Let's be honest. That's the thing that catches our eye because the mystery of what could be never seems to come along with the warnings, the flaws, the, the, the red lights flashing saying, hey, listen, there might be some trouble with this, right? Or there might be some setback or struggle to get to this. That's not the part of the story that we tell each other. We typically tell each other the part where it's just the pretty package. So my encouragement to you as you're looking at this journey today um, is to really think about it and break down where can I begin to consider, right? I'm not saying move today on it, but where can I consider going all in for a maybe and then seek out people that will help you think critically solve problems make decisions that's another version of the MVP life another kind of way to think about it honestly mental verbal physical so the first part is critical thinking that's mental problem solving for me is verbal because I think that comes under great and in great conversation with people we trust and decision making is that moment of action so critical thinking mental Problem-solving, verbal, and conversational, and decision-making is physical, where we take the next step. So maybe write those three things down and allow yourself today to write down a list. Where can I go all in for a maybe? Where am I feeling prompted and called and led and pushed to push into? Then maybe pick up the phone or send a text, fire off an email, whatever it is that your preferred, I would say, introduction to conversation uh, I would encourage you not to have an entire conversation by text and email. I think that's the world we're increasingly beginning to live in. And I'm still old school enough to say, man, go share a meal with somebody. Sit across the table and talk. Share your heart. And then close your mouth and open your ears. Like my grandfather used to say, you have two ears and one mouth for a reason. Listen twice as much as you speak. And put wisdom in your heart. I, I said this to a friend of mine yesterday, a coaching colleague who is, man, wisdom just oozes off of this coach. Um, he's much further down the journey than I am. His stories are epic. His challenges are real. His accountability is loving, but it comes direct. And we were talking about it and we both kind of said the same thing. I said, you know, coach, the more I live, the more I realize that 
nothing that falls out of my mouth in leadership is really anything that falls out of my head all on its own as if I've cooked it up and, and built it from scratch and it's never been an, another thought out of another person's mouth. Usually what happens, and I pointed to my ears, is that usually what happens if I'm paying attention is stuff goes in through here, into my ears, then it goes up into my brain, and then there's an epic wrestling match that takes place where that critical thinking is going 100 miles an hour where maybe a previous thought of mine has to come into conflict or connection or correction with a new thought that came in through my ears or maybe even in through my eyes of something that I heard or saw and experienced from a mentor, from a life situation, from, from something, right? And then when it comes out my mouth, it's not new wisdom. It might be new to me, but it's already been out there. And, and I forget Coach's exact words when he, when he was talking, but we, we basically agreed that there's nothing new under the sun, right? Like we're all experiencing the same kinds of things um, and we're learning from similar experiences. And then we're sharing as we kind of add in our experience and it's unique to us. So my encouragement for you today, make the list. Where can I go all in for a maybe? Who can I sit down and watch and observe? Who can I sit down and listen to and connect with and allow them to speak into my life whatever I need in that moment? Maybe it's encouragement. Maybe I'm shy to make the move I'm going to make, but it really is the best move and I need to do it. Maybe they're telling me, hey, Brett, maybe you need to pump your brakes on that a little bit and consider this. Have you considered this perspective? Well, no, not yet. Okay. Doesn't mean don't do it. Um, Just those conversations. Maybe it's correction. Maybe we've actually factually got something wrong and that friend in our life, that mentor in our life is going to look us square in the eye and say, if you move forward on this, it's not all in for a maybe. It's the third thing, actually. It's all in for crazy and you shouldn't do it. And here's why. And it's, it's really something that we're around people enough that, that we love and trust that we're willing to take that, that wisdom and not move or not move yet until we clear that obstacle. So maybe it's that conversation. Maybe it's that correction. Um, and maybe it's even a new connection. Maybe you feel led to go talk to somebody that through that conversation, there's going to be a connection made that you're actually supposed to um, kind of do a relay race and work with that person for a while on this leg of the journey in your life. And then lastly, there comes a point where you can sit all day and think and make lists. You can have every meal under the sun and make connections, have conversations, hear corrections. But at the end of the day, it's that decision-making part. It's the physical part because truth be told, that's why we love all in for a guarantee because all in for a maybe once we start to take action is the point where we will receive oftentimes the greatest criticism. That's where people love to jump in and say, hey, look at Brett. That's not working. That's not going to work. Can you believe that? What is he thinking? That's nuts. He shouldn't quit that full-time job. He's got a wife and two kids. They have a mortgage. They have a this. They have a that. What is he thinking? Yeah, that actually happened, by the way, years and years ago. Quit a full-time job to start going out into consulting. Didn't do it willy-nilly. Everything that I'm talking to you about today, lockstep with my wife, we felt led after we had prayed about it and done enough life, the short version, to head in a new direction. We did, and newsflash, the Lord provided. And didn't just provide the bare minimum. He provided growth opportunity for our family. 
And there are going to be times when you have to take the first step and people will look at you and talk about you and whisper about you. There will even be, be people that come up alongside you that you think are an ally. And they're really just sitting as close as they can to twist part of the story at some point in their favor or manipulate something or manipulate you. So keep your eyeballs open. Keep your ears open. I don't mean to make you believe that every next step in life is going to be somebody looking to knock you down. Um, but there are those people. You know, I've told our children that in life, as you go through different seasons in life, um, it's like a journey. And as you climb and you go and you climb and you go, the air gets thinner. You have to prepare for that climb and that new altitude. You have to acclimate to it. And there are going to be people in your life that will climb with you to a certain altitude and then they're out. Now, sometimes it's because they feel like, hey, this is this is as far as I'm supposed to go. And it can actually be a celebration that they're they're letting you go at that point and you're moving on or whatever. And you still stay connected over time. And that's awesome. But sometimes people will get to a certain altitude and realize, you know what? I'm just going to sabotage you. I've had people do that to me and it hurts and and it's hard and you have to let it go and forgive and forget and move on. Um, man, that sounds a lot easier. It's a lot easier said than done. Um, I still wrestle with it as a human being because I don't like confrontation from the standpoint of someone feeling like someone's disappointed in me. Um, but I know I have to keep moving and that's part of life. And if people want to look at you and say, this is the cap of where I think you're going to go and twist, manipulate and sabotage, baby, get your, get your backpack on up. And keep moving, keep acclimating to new heights. Keep moving, keep acclimating to new heights. New twists, new turns on your journey. You take wherever the compass is that's in your hand that the Lord told you is your true north, and you walk it out. And you invite people that want to walk it out with you, and you keep going. There will be no shortage, don't forget this, there will be no shortage of resources, no shortage of hearts, no shortage of minds, mentors, advice, to go with you to where the Lord has called you, period. I believe that with everything that I am. Now, there may be no shortage of struggle, tears, blisters, aches, pains, and others, but that's also why, like I said before, some of the walking stops on the journey from other people because they don't have an interest in the struggle, the cuts, the bruises, the sores, the blisters, the tears. They don't have an interest in that. That's the journey. They have an interest in the arrival. They have an interest in the destination. And they just really want the shortcut that will get them there. You don't learn in life enough experience and gain enough wisdom in a shortcut that it will be something that's sustainable for you um, in any way, shape, or form. And I've often said it this way. Just because it's accessible doesn't mean it's sustainable. I'll say that again. Just because it's accessible doesn't mean that it's sustainable. And that's life, right? Can you sustain this for the length of time that you're going to need to, to be productive on your journey as a friend, as a leader, um, as a husband, as a wife, as a father, as a mother, whoever you are, whatever your role is, is it sustainable? And if it's sustainable for the length of time that it needs to, to accomplish the goal that you feel called to, that's awesome. But if you look up and say, hey, listen, I have a quarter tank of gas and it's going to take a full tank to get there, 
you can want the destination all you want. You can look for every shortcut. And at some point, you're just going to be lying to yourself and standing on the side of the road stuck. So this all in for a maybe, hopefully there's been something in this conversation um, that I've had apparently with myself, <laughs> um, but honestly with you and with, with, with many hearts that I think will hopefully have an opportunity to stumble across this conversation. Because for me, um, again, this is not me telling you what to do. This is me being honest and sharing from my heart. And maybe another time I will come back and, and talk a bit more, maybe through, through the story side of things and try to give you some, some examples of, of some of these moments. Um, I gave you a brief one today where I had a full-time job and we walked away from that to go into consulting. Um, probably one of the biggest leaps of faith our family has made is we've now been living for two years um, in South Carolina. We lived in New York. My wife and I lived there for uh, almost 45, somewhere in there, years of our life and felt called to take uh, a new step in our family's journey. And it's been amazing. Um, we've had amazing support from people that we've done most of our life with, um, sometimes all of our life with. And we've met some amazing people as we've moved into this next season of our life. And the truth is, we've also had some people kind of fall out of our life, if you will. Um, not in a bad way, necessarily, just in a, this is the next season. You can't stay connected in maybe some of the same ways. Um, and there have been other people in our life and our journey that have kind of chosen to say, hey, I'm out. And it hasn't always been a comfortable out. It hasn't always been a supportive out. And that's hard. And, and sometimes even I'll tell you, I look back and go, okay, well, what was my role in the uncomfortable out? Um, that's being real as well. So we live, right? We learn. I talked in a previous podcast about um, there's never been a time in my coaching life that I haven't done my very best in that moment to be the very best coach that I can be and, and best support system to the people that I'm around, um, knowing full well that there's been times where I have failed. Um, I could have done better, but never for uh, a reason that I wasn't trying to be prepared or that I didn't care. Uh, I was just only able to do what I could with what I have where I was because I was only that many years old with that much experience at that point, right? Uh, and then you go back and you reflect and you talk and you connect like we talked today with mentors. And they say, hey, what about this perspective? Try this next time. Or have you thought about that? You come back to the table the next time and go, man, that's really good. That's true. And then there have been plenty of times with my own children, with uh, coaches, student athletes, parents, other people where I go, man, I could have done that better. Or I got that wrong, even unintended, didn't mean to. But when you get something wrong or you can do something better, be open, be vulnerable enough as a leader to say, hey, listen, part of going all in for a maybe means when I fall down, if I accidentally trip someone else on my way down, I have to go, hey, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that. I didn't mean for that to come across that way. When I said those words, I was feeling this and it might have sounded like that. I'm sorry. I need to own that. Um, that's being real because if we only ever offer the results that are the all in for the maybes that are success stories, I don't believe that's genuine and authentic enough to follow. So maybe we'll head there in the future. We're pushing 27, 28 minutes into this talk. It's a longer drive for me today. Um, so you're getting a little bit more, but I'll wrap it up there for now. Um, 
it's interesting as I share these thoughts with you, all these names pop across my mind. They pop across my heart. Uh, I want you to know that I'm thinking of, of so many of you, praying for so many of you on your journey um, as leaders, as coaches, as parents, as teachers, as administrators, as business leaders, uh, as pastors, um, as student athletes, as future leaders, uh, former student athletes that are now incredible leaders in their roles in life, former student athletes that are married and they have their own children, they're coaching their own kids, man, all of you. All of you have made such an amazing impact on my journey, and I want to say thank you as we wrap up our time now together and encourage you. Don't wait to go all in just for the guarantees. Go back and listen to this thing through. Pull something out of it that's an encouragement. And maybe, I said this to my wife, and it's on our chalkboard at home, maybe, just maybe, that's it, that's the sentence, maybe, just maybe, Maybe today's the day to go all in for that maybe. That's Bird on Bluetooth, the MVP life, mental, verbal, physical, think, say, do, critical thinking, brainstorm that stuff, problem solving, have some great conversations, take the correction, make new connection, and then physically, go make a decision. When you feel called to do it, that all in for a maybe, that could change your life forever in such a beautiful way. I believe in you. I'm thanking you for being here, and I love you. Have a great day. Bye.